A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. On News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday. Haley, happy Saturday. Happy Saturday, Dan. Go ahead. You start the show with what you want to start the show with. You've got a ridiculous thing that you want to start with. Happy Fourth of July, Dan. Yeah, I know. You're going to have to explain it because <laughs> everybody's thinking, what is Haley talking about? Any holiday that is not Christmas. And maybe, maybe Easter, you. I think I'm pretty good with Easter, and I'm good with Christmas. Every other holiday is the 4th of July. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It could be Halloween. Right. It is the 4th of July. Well, and the thing that I don't understand is I don't mean to do it. I, yeah, it's just an automatic thing. I was talking to the kids, uh, you know, right before Halloween. I was asking if they're wearing costumes for the 4th, and everybody looks at me like I'm an idiot. Well, well, yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know why I do that. And it's very strange. You would think that maybe the 4th of July is the pinnacle right, like event in my life. Right, like you love the 4th of July. And I'm not a big 4th of Julyer either. Yes, you don't like fireworks. Not, not especially. So how can you like the 4th of July? I don't know. I like the food and I like going outside. Okay. But I don't really like lots of big get-togethers. I like it when the people go home. I don't know. Yeah, it's really a mystery. Maybe it's just I'm so pro-America. Yeah, that's that it. that's what it is. It could be. That's entirely possible. Very patriotic. I hum a lot of patriotic songs you on a regular flag basis. Your house? I've got a flag everywhere, Haley. <laughs> everywhere. 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 There's a flag. You look. There's a flag, and it's in appropriate in, in an appropriate manner. I'm the just right playing etiquette. it because yeah. I know how to do that. Yeah, I don't know. Fourth of July. I call every single holiday Fourth of July. Does Haley something thinks like it's traumatic hilarious. happen to you on the Fourth of July? I don't know. I intend to die on the 4th of July. <laughs> that much I know. Anyway, we're going to have to move on and let Haley's pet topic go, but it is a question for the ages. Yeah, Maybe it really is. psychologists somewhere or regression hypnotists there can help me figure out what's going on. Yeah. Why do I cling so tightly? <laughs> All right. Today on the show, I'm going to cling tightly to a very important topic that we're going to talk about at the end. And it's going to be about our contest. I'm really stretching there. We're going to give away all the stuff that we've talked about for the last month and a half. We have hyped this contest for a while. Right. Now it's time for us to pay the piper to... And there's five winners. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be a party. It's going to be as big as the 4th of July. I promise. Everybody's going to be talking about the 4th for years. (sighs) Anyway, we've got five winners. Two people are going to win $1,000 home improvement packages from a number of businesses. We'll explain all of that. Three winners are going to get $150 worth of Benjamin Moore paint. Pretty they cool. They can use wherever they want. We do not have requirements or stipulations as to where you use your paint. This is America, yeah. right? Part of what we celebrate on the 4th. All right. Now, well, no, then also, I, I got to, before I get to that, I yeah. got to talk about our other big topic, yes. which is going to be dealing with mice. I hate having mice in the house. Well, it's very important this time of year. You know, this They're is when to... they start coming in a little bit. You'll find mm-hmm. them in the garage more. Lurking. And... They're lurking. When you see them lurking. They're a little tricky. Yeah, you got to have a plan. We're going to talk about best practices when it comes to Catching. trapping them. And I don't know that I said practices right, but everybody knows what I'm trying to talk about. So we're killing mice, people. We're killing mice. <laughs> and yeah, we'll teach you how to make a mouse skin cap. Ew. You can look like a real trapper. No. Well, probably not, but take a lot of them. 
Well, if you've got that many, you've got a bigger problem. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, right now, let's talk about another great big holiday, almost as big as the 4th in a lot of people's minds, and it's the end of daylight saving time. Daylight saving time in general is something everybody loves to talk saving, about. Saving? Savings? Saving, singular. If you ta- attach an S to it, you're a rube. You are... We love a rube. Yeah, you are uninformed. Huh. And if you continue to do it, to do it after being informed, then you're just... I guess, ignorant or stubborn. So don't use an S. It's not right. Uh, And the people who care will let you know. Dan. I don't care. You You can use it all you want. So daylight saving time. You know, love it or hate it, we're in it. That's what's happening tonight. We set our clocks back and got to prepare for that. A lot of things happen. I'm still recovering from spring, the spring ahead. That one is worse That one's way worse. Yeah, I hate losing that hour. Technically, the idea of gaining the hour back is a little more, a little nicer, but now the it's dark so fast. The better, yeah. but like really, it's, everyone's annoyed It's still. no fun when you're trying to mow up leaves when you've got a dog and it's dark already. I mean, right. put those things together. You need to see the ground <laughs> when you've got a dog and you're trying to do the leaves. Well, I'm excited the dark, for this no segment, fun. though, because you're going to run through kind of the history of where this came from. Well, kind and of. It's funny. I think it is. I think it's got a lot of a lot of. I think it'd be a good drunk history, honestly. Although I'm not. He's not drunk. No, for, for the Repo record, Light and everybody listening. It's just coffee. Yeah, this mug. is. Yeah, this is me sober. <laughs> I can be as idiotic sober probably as a lot of people drunk. So daylight saving time. Who do we thank? Who do we blame? You know, let's let's. In fact, it's, let's just figure yeah, out who to blame. That's more out. important. And a lot of times we think that Ben Franklin is the guy. We got to level the blame at the feet of Ben Franklin, hmm. and it's not true. Completely inaccurate. He did reference a concept of changing time around, or not even really changing time, but just getting up earlier and getting the most out of our day. Okay. But it was kind of a funny little offside. He's he's living in France, and a bunch of the people around him are waking up at. Maybe what Haley would consider reasonable Normal. times, noon or something like that. Not noon. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just guessing. And Ben Franklin's waking up at the right time, which is about five in the morning okay, every day. Yeah, right? He's Ben early. Franklin. He's got a lot of things to do. And he's waking up and he's realizing that all these people are wasting their day. And mm-hmm. so being Ben Franklin, he's going to write something a little snarky about it and make fun and just see what people think about it. So he makes a little joke in the Journal de Paris. <laughs> I don't know how you say that in French. 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 <laughs> That's how I'd say it in French. And when he writes that, he now I'm stuck on the accent. I got to get out of that. Um, yeah, he writes that he was awakened by a loud noise at six o'clock one morning. And lo and behold, the sun was in the sky. Who would have ever thought? Oh, my God. And he said, if everybody would start waking up earlier, you'd be surprised to see the sun in full glory, actually so giving snarky. light. Yeah, really snarky. And then he proposes that if they would just get up earlier, they'd save on candles because they'd actually be getting the work done that they're trying to get done at the at darker hours. They'd get them done in daylight. Well, I'm sure the Parisians loved him. I, they actually did. <laughs> did and they? One of the, yes, he wore oh. a great big beaver hat, beaver skin hat. Yeah, they liked and, it. Oh, man, it was like all the rage. It, this is completely off topic, but since I talked about mouse hats, mouse fur hats, beaver, that, yeah, it was. everybody loved it. They thought it was great. I guess that, there was a time period where that was like really sought after. So. Yeah, so maybe... Head to the mall with your mouse skin cap, and a whole group of people will follow you. All right. So, so anyway, getting to back to this. Yes, we can't blame Ben Franklin for that. 
maybe other things. Now we got to look at two different guys, George Hudson and William Willett. And we're going to start with George because he comes first. That makes more sense. George is from New Zealand. Okay. Sounds like a game show. George is from New, New Zealand. Zealand. <laughs> he likes fishing and actually George liked bug collecting. Oh. And that's really the whole reason behind George's proposal that we shift the the time Two hours ahead. That's what he wanted. Two to do. whole hours. He wanted, yes. See, George worked, and when he got home, he didn't have enough hours of daylight to go out and collect all the bugs that he wanted to collect. I'm Good. sure he had a very active <laughs> social life outside yeah. of bug, bug collecting. Uh-huh. Anyway, because he doesn't have enough time, he comes up with the idea to completely mess with time for everybody, and proposes this two-hour thing. It catches wow. on a little bit, wow. but fortunately, it doesn't go terribly far. So that's George. Now we got to transition to William. William takes it a little bit further and is a little little more successful. He also did not have terribly philanthropic reasons for it. It's just all about them. It pretty much was. See, what William's deal was is he liked to get up early, like Ben Franklin. Mm -hmm. And he was probably really loud. That's what I picture. And his wife said, William, get outside. You're waking everyone up. You're waking everybody up with the microwave and the coffee maker, all of these things, (laughs) slamming the doors, just go outside. So William wanders outside. He's probably kicking the ground because he's frustrated. Mm -hmm. And then he sees the stable and he wakes up his horse, which I'm sure that wasn't really great. Yeah, yeah. It's loud, too. But then he goes riding his horse all through the neighborhood. And as he's riding around, he's realizing there's so much sun. I'm not seeing I'm seeing all the holes that I need to avoid. Other people should be outside enjoying this wonderful weather. Hmm. So that's part of William's deal. And William was also an avid golfer, and he was really sick of having his rounds cut short by the approaching dusk, deepening wow. dusk. So he proposes that we change it, spring All ahead. All because of hobbies. All because of his hobbies, right? So that really is the one that started the ball rolling. That's 1905, something like that. It really kicks in in World War I. Hmm. Germany implements it, along with its allies, as an um, energy-saving step. Yeah, I've heard of that theory. Yep. So they implement it, and then, of course, Britain implements it, because it's really tough to have a war with somebody when you're on different timetables. Sure, yeah. You know, we're going to bomb them then, but is that going to work? I don't know what time <laughs> is it over there. We better all be on the same time so we can figure it out. So they make the switch, all right? So that's Europe. That's over there. Let's talk about us, America, Fourth of July, stuff like that. Who can we blame here? Well, it turns out we can blame one guy from Pittsburgh, and his name is Robert Garland. He's the reason that we've got it over here. And his reasoning was just like Williams. He liked to be outdoors, and he thought other people should be. It's it's about other people who think they have a better plan for the rest of people. So we're just going to— Yep, change everything. Wow. So Robert, a couple really interesting things. He gets this approved by President Woodrow Wilson in 1918 as the first daylight saving time. Okay. He gets the pen— that the president used to sign it into law. Well, the next year, it's re- repealed because the farmers lobby. We always say that the farmers <laughs> the want this and need this. I was going to blame them. Nope. They actually lobbied to get rid of it. They hate it. So they raise a stink and it goes away. Then later during World War II, FDR signs it back into a law and Garland gets the pen again. All right. So, so he's got two pens two now. Two pens. He's made it into On law display. twice. Eventually it gets repealed again. And then it gets put back into place in the 60s. And when it goes back into place, there's not a lot of oversight. And so people are kind of just states and counties are just deciding when we're switching. 
whether we're going forward, whether we're going back, you know, all of that. So yeah, there's chaos. chaos. There was times in, like, you know, there's lots of stories, but basically in certain parts of the country, there's a bus route between, I think it was Moundsville, let's hear, Moundsville, West Virginia to Steubenville, Ohio, 35 miles. Okay. You change time seven times. Oh my God. In that 35 miles because all these different counties and whatever had different rules. Yeah, that's madness. Very crazy. Then in the 60s, the Uniform Time Act came about. And it kind of brought things down to about where we are now. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about mice and helping you fix that problem. That's all just ahead. Stay tuned. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back. And Haley, let's talk about mice. I had mice in my home. A couple years ago, I think that was pre-Haley. Yeah, you didn't get to see this. the meltdown that occurred. I have never had mice in the home uh, growing up. And then my first home that I had for 14 or so years, no mice. Well, I move into this new house. And very first fall, I hear this scratching in the ceiling. Ooh. And I'm an animal person. I like animals of all kinds. But at that point. Makes you feel gross. It really made me feel gross. It made me feel invaded. Yeah, totally. Yeah, they were in my space. Well, and, and you can hear them and you can't see them. Oh, yeah. And I'm a, distressing. I'm a Googler. I like to give things a Goog <laughs> when I need to from time to time. And I did back then. I Googed right away and I discovered that. Mice can produce litters of five to six babies at a time. Okay, that made sense. Sure. And they can mate immediately after birthing those babies. That did not make as much sense. I was struggling with that fact, but it's real. And if you do the math and play that out, that means they can have five to six more mice in as little as 25 days after having their first set of five to six. So like within a month, they could have 12. Yes. And that's just one mouse mom. Wow. Man. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, problem. So- Mice in the home. It's it's a big thing right now. They're trying to find warm places. I've exactly. noticed coming home from work, opening the garage door, and uh, I saw one go scooting right out. And I thought, oh, my goodness. They're Jeez. already making battle plans, trying to find their way back into my castle. I've got chipmunks. I don't have any mice yet. Mm-hmm. God crossed. be with them if they find their way in because I will burn it down if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to not play well if insurance ever, <laughs> if there's ever an issue. No, you'll use all just these a joke. eight tips. That's right. And... We've got eight tips to help you avoid this. And we're going to talk about trapping specifically yes. because we don't always trap the right way. Mice are smart, super smart. Sometimes, depending on the person, they could be smarter, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's entirely possible. It's entirely possible. So know yourself. If you think the mice in your home are smarter, you're going to want these tips to help you figure it out. Now, first tip before you even start trapping everything, right. seal up the house. Right, because you could trap all day long, catch as many as you want, but if they're still getting in, you're not really doing a whole lot of good. Yep, that's that's like running the air conditioner with the screen door exactly. open, right? It really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So you've got to go do that. Find the little areas around the house. It could be as small as a quarter inch. Right, hole. which is scary. Yep, they sneak into almost everything, fill it up. You can use steel wool to stuff into that. Better is the copper mesh. You told me about this because the steel wool will rust and break down over time, leave stains. The copper won't do that, so go for copper. Yeah, definitely something to do. Don't just fill them up with foam necessarily or no, with caulk. Chew right through that. Yeah, they chew through it. It's like some kind of, I don't know, something they really like to eat. I know there's another word Cunt for that. Candy. Yeah, there we go. Something like that. Anyway, fill up those holes. 
now. Once you've got that sealed up, you've sealed them into the home. Now it's time to eradicate them. And the second step is that snap traps really are the best. Yeah, there's all those fancy traps out there now, the Jaws Mm -hmm. ones, the electric ones, the enclosed ones. Yep. They don't work as well. It seems to be the, the choice of exterminators all over the world are the little wooden cheapo snap traps. Now, the little plastic ones that Haley talked about, the Jaws ones. Do they work as well? They're pretty good, too. Yeah. And some people really like those. You know, I go back and forth. They're really easy to set. I like that about them, and I've had really good results. So those two, but it's still a snap trap. Yes. But all the other kinds, don't bother with them. Live traps, I I would always have, you know, in a previous life before I had a home, I I would have felt like that was what I wanted to do, catch them and release them. I don't want to eradicate their little lives. Once they were invading my home, that was off the table. You got to deal with the body. Yeah, it's open season. But the thing is, with this live trapping thing, something that I ran into, and it's perfect, makes perfect sense. How humane are you really being by releasing Mm -hmm. them? You know, it's winter when we're catching them in the most, for the most part. Yeah. It's cold when they come in. When it's warm, they head outside. Sure. So... We're releasing them into the wild in the middle of winter a lot of the times. And they probably got like their food stored inside, right? Yeah, look at that. They don't have any food out yeah. there. You got to take them miles away from the house. They, they don't get back in. They prefer death. <laughs> it's in most circles everywhere. They it's talked about. Ever- anyways. Oh, they do. That, that's, well, I guess I can't speak with utter certainty, <laughs> having not <laughs> been there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the experts seem to imply that they do die and it's more horrible. Hmm. And live traps. Another thing about live traps, and I thought this was equally horrible, and I'm glad that we have this 8 o'clock slot on Saturday morning. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, this is very nice. I'm sorry. But live traps are extremely stress-inducing. Uh, yeah. And a lot of the times, if you've got more than one in there, you'll open it up and you'll find half of one oh, no. and a chubby other one who's kind of munched down. Yeah. So it's like zombie world happens, and you don't really need to see that. It's the no. whole thing you don't want to visit. We'll just break their necks. Yep. So just use those <laughs> snap traps. What about the bait? We need to get the right bait. Cartoons tell us cheese. Cheese. But it's actually completely false. Yep. Some rats even like despise cheese. Yeah. Like Think it's about the complete that. opposite of what we've been taught. Peanut butter. That's the best way to go. Mice naturally eat nuts. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard for them to resist. Yeah, it makes Definitely sense. Definitely go with peanut butter. Use gloves when you're handling the traps, setting them and applying the peanut butter. Get your little smell on there. Yeah, you don't want to get your smell in there. And then after you've gotten a mouse, you don't want to get whatever they had oh, yeah, on yeah. you. So yeah. gloves are your friend all the way around. There are some other things you could try if you want to. Offer them other options like a like buffet. A buffet, yeah. Yeah. Peanut butter and chocolate, like a little Reese's cup. Oh. Use that, you know, melt it, put it on there. Almond butter, marshmallows, and gumdrops. You can melt those down and put them on. Dog food, cat food. Cat food. Yeah. All of those things, yes, mice will like. Mice That's like from the cat. experts. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to do something we don't normally do. We're going to pause this segment. And pick it up partly, because we're almost done, Yeah. but there's some good stuff that I want to get to. We're going to do that on the other side of the break, and then talk about our contest. That's all just ahead. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost. On News Radio Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM. And we're back, and Haley, let's talk about... Mice. We're going to finish talking about mice, I should say. Let's finish killing them. Right, right, (laughs) right. Humanely, humanely, but let's be honest, as much as you may love animals. You don't like mice. When you own a home, you don't. Now, Haley, that is funny. 
And that is really true because when you first started here, I'm not talking about mice at this okay. point, but like chipmunks and squirrels and things like that, you thought they were just the cutest things. Yeah, I love Look chipmunks. Look at them. Oh, the way they stand there, the way they stuff things in their face yeah. and stuff like that. They're cute. Not They're, anymore. Haley got a house. She ended up with squirrels on the yard outside of her home. And she starts thinking, I think they're trying to get in. Yeah. I just don't trust them. Oh, I don't trust man. the chipmunks. That one, they actually did find a way in. Thank goodness I have a cat. But yeah, I'm not a fan now. Nope. It, it changes. So if you're out there thinking, oh my gosh, this is so inhumane, wait till you own a house and they start wrecking your stuff. Yeah. Or just not cool anymore. going to the bathroom, not in the place where we supposed, we're supposed to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Just get a litter box, alone, mice. Yeah. That alone <laughs> is gross. So anyway, you don't want that. You got to get rid of them. It can be really gross, really nasty to let these things get ahead of you. And like we talked about in the last segment, mice reproduce, reproduce very, very yeah. quickly. You got to get on top of it. So let's talk about the best ways to trap them. We already covered three of these. Very quickly to recap, you first got to seal up the house before you start doing any serious trapping. Make sure they can't keep getting in. Right. It'd be really dumb to keep trapping if yeah. they can keep getting in. It's like a, what is it? Just a never ending loop. Yeah. Never ending loop. Feedback loop. Sure wish I could complete a thought sometimes. <laughs> it would be really nice. The second thing that we talked about is just use the cheapo snap traps. Yeah. They seem to work the best. Experts really like those the best. There's modern versions. Yeah. Like plastic ones. Those work quite well too, but you don't need to go to the live traps. Don't go to the live traps. It's not we as covered that all, yeah. as we think. <laughs> we covered that last segment. I'm not going to do that to the people trying to eat breakfast and I'm not going to do it a second time. So stick to those snap traps. Third, the bait, peanut butter. peanut butter. Good old peanut butter. Best way to go. There are other options. In case you're allergic to nuts. Oh, yeah. You can find something. But, but cheese will not work. Cheese won't work. And that's a lot of us think that's the go-to. If you're going to use cheese, you're bound to determine, then use that little squiggle oh, squeeze cheese. cheese. Yeah. Yeah. At least something that. that's not hard. Something yeah. that they got to work at a little bit. Now, one thing that we didn't talk about there that um, I think I've got time to that I thought was a little bit interesting and I want to test it. But I don't want to get the mice in the house in order to have to test it. So if you have mice, let us know. Yeah. Come. <laughs> yeah. But one of the things that they're looking for this time of year right now is nesting materials. Mm -hmm. So they talked about using things like dental floss wrapped around the trigger of the trap oh, or cotton balls that are tucked in there. Things that they might grab and yeah. use. Might Let's be... put tools of theirs on the trap. Yeah, little hammers, little <laughs> screwdrivers, stuff like that. You know, if they're really, really advanced, sure. they could. Maybe they listen to the show. And they've picked up some of these tips, so dollhouse tools might be perfect. Who knows? If you try that and it works, I really want to know. Get a video. Share it. All right. <laughs> Fourth, here's a new tip that we're moving with. No trial runs. Now, the right. internet is full of all this internet feel-goodery, I guess I'd call it. Where it's, like they, an, it's just fluff. It's fluff. It's, fluff. it's extra steps. And they recommend just doing a trial run where you set up all your traps, put mm -hmm. bait on them, but you don't. Set, set the traps. Them. Yeah. That way they can go around, find the food, eat it, feel safe, and then come back the next night yeah. in swarms. Right. Oh, yeah. They're coming back for a night of debauchery yeah. and wild living, and now the traps are set. That's the idea. It's going to be just amazing. You're going to snag them all. Yeah. You won't be able Massacre. to sleep for all the snapping. <laughs> so many reasons not to sleep if that's going on. Don't do that. If they're coming to eat the bait, the trap might as well be set ready to go. Exactly. Just wasting time. Don't waste time. Kill. Kill. <laughs> <laughs> it's so harsh. I know. I'm sorry, little mice. You're cute. You got big ears, but you got to go. All right. Number five, go big right away. Right. Don't just like set up a few and test the waters. No, just set as many as possible. Right. Let's just get over the hump. 
Let's get them gone. All right. Go big right away. Place your traps where the mice go. This is really, (laughs) really obvious. Put them where they are. Yeah, but I have messed this up. You know, not big. You know, I wasn't (laughs) completely stupid. You know, they don't live in the center of the room. Right. They don't travel the center of the room. They travel the edges. But I've put things too far from the edges to really be terribly effective. They don't have great senses of smell or, I mean, great senses of sight. They might be able to smell like there's no tomorrow. Maybe they're like Sherlock Holmesian when it comes to smelling. So they use the wall as like a guide? Oh, yeah. They use their little whiskers on one side, Mm -hmm. and that's where they know where they're at. It's like me walking to the bathroom at night. I've got one hand on the wall. It's how I know where I'm at. Sure. It's really tough when I miss the wall, and now I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Never gone to the bathroom anywhere, but I'm supposed to. Anyway, trap them where they are. That's really important. Along those same lines, trap when they're moving. I'm really sorry, Haley. (laughs) (laughs) I went places that I shouldn't uh, have gone. Bathroom talk. Love it. Well, when I say I went places that I shouldn't have gone, what I'm talking about is verbally. But I was just talking about the bathroom. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Always in the right place for that. Verbally, who knows what. Anyway, number seven, trap when the mice are moving. They're moving yes. at night. That's when their their so big times are. you don't have to are. have them all day long. You know, if you've got kids or animals, just set them at night, and then that's when the mice are going to get trapped anyways. Yeah, definitely. And finally, move if you're not getting results. Another really obvious one. Just keep fish in that same dead spot. Right. If this, <laughs> you know, it may look good. It may look like this should be working. Yeah. But if it's not working, either move or start switching baits out. Sure. You know, maybe you've got to try something different. Of course, don't just stay there doing the same thing night after night. Make some adjustments. Yeah, get in their head a little. They're smart. Yeah. Probably smarter than some of us. It's possible. Right? It's entirely possible. I am really interested. That's what we had. You're going to be somebody out there listening is going to be dealing with this maybe even tonight. You're going to start well, hearing this. I'm sure this. that tons of people have their own ideas. And that's what I'm curious about. Yeah. Everybody's got an opinion on this one. It's this true. kind of a topic. So if you've got a foolproof way of dealing with mice, be sure to let us know. Radio at RepcoLite.com or you can go to our YouTube page, find this particular segment, which should be marked very clearly, and you can leave a comment telling us what you do. Yeah, we'd love to hear it. If it's really good, we'll share it with other people out there. All right, we're going to take a break right now. I said that we were going to lump two topics together at the end of the last segment. Not going to do that. We got enough. Lied. Yeah, I lied. But I lied with good intentions. Yes. We're going to stop this one. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll be talking about our contest and giving away these huge, huge prizes. That's all just ahead. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the RepcoLite Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost. And we're back. And Haley, it's time, eventually, (laughs) within the next 12 minutes and some seconds, we will announce all kinds of winners. Yeah, we've got five total winners, two that will win $1,000 in home improvement services, Mm -hmm. another three that are going to win $150 in bedroom or paint. It is going to be a party out there for some people and then wailing and gnashing of teeth for others, perhaps. (laughs) But hopefully everybody had fun along the way. Before we get to that... yeah. Uh, We want to tool through the different prize packages. And something that we have not done is just kind of throw out there what we would choose. Exactly. Should we win? We're not the winners. Well, we don't know. Maybe. (laughs) The hue and cry that will go out. (laughs) Haley wins the first one. Dan wins the second. It was completely fair. We're done. Now, we won't win, but let's talk about what we 
what we would choose. But before we do that, I want to we, – we talked about mice and dealing with mice for two full segments. Yeah. And there's something I completely forgot to mention that oh. I think is important and I want to mention. Another thing when trapping mice mm-hmm. to consider – since the tra- the traps that we're recommending are very inexpensive, sure, the little wooden throwaway ones, another really good tip, and it makes a lot of sense to me, is to don't keep reusing the traps over and over and over and over. The mice pick up the smell of death, oh, and they really? avoid the traps. Perhaps that is rumored out there by that makes sense reputable sources. So perhaps, seeing as how they are so inexpensive, the recommendation might be to trap one and just. Toss it in a little Ziploc I mean, bag I feel like I would and get rid anyways. of it. I don't want to undo the trap. Oh, I reuse it. them. I reuse them over and over and over again. It's some kind of cheap. It is some <laughs> kind of cheap. Maybe you're not being the most effective by being that cheap. So yeah. one last thing to think about. All right. Now let's talk about the prizes that the people who we will eventually name could pot- potentially choose. Right. Haley, if you won, which you will not, but should you have won? What would you have chosen of all the different places? And let's name them a minute. Yeah, we've got Johnson Carpet One. We've mm-hmm. got Ayers Basement Systems, Landscape Design Services, Lauren Figueroa Design, Dean Veltman Painting, and, of course, Repcolite. Repcolite. So all of those. So six different places to choose a $1,000 prize yes. package from. Haley wins. She's all excited. She does not win. But let's say she does. <laughs> that was, yeah. You're really Just confusing the topic. I know, I know, I know, I know. So let's say you win. What would you pick and I why? I would have picked Johnson Carpet one mm-hmm. because I feel like I could get the best bang for my buck. Like, I really believe that $1,000 would give me enough money to get some carpet down in a portion of the basement that we're trying to finish right now. All right. So what's and the basement? Done. What's What's it like right now? Is it it's just, cinder block you know, walls? Like, and... It's not cinder block because it's an old house, um, but they're concrete walls and a concrete floor. They're both no walls. moisture or anything like no, that. No moisture. We're really lucky. Um, but the walls are just painted right now. The floor is just painted. Sure. And eventually my husband's music studio will be in the basement. So we really need carpet mm-hmm. to kind of reduce the sound in there. So, yeah, I mean, so that's what you would go with. I feel like a thousand dollars would go a long way. Yeah, I think it would. In in a space like that, it can do a lot. Johnson Carpet, uh, you know, that's not who I would pick. I would, I really had a hard time figuring out who I would pick because really everybody here has something I dramatically need. Right. I know I could have gone with countertops from Johnson Carpet for the kitchen too. Right, right. Now, see, for me, if I went with Johnson Carpet, I've got a big situation where I've got. Carpet in my living room, it bleeds through Mm -hmm. the dining space, which is, I absolutely hate that. You know, I hate having carpet under the table. Yeah, like moving the chairs out and stuff. Yeah, moving the chairs out when we vacuum and stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) That's a funny story. No, I just hate it. It's hard to keep it nice. It's almost impossible to keep it nice. Uh, That's been my experience. But my problem is I'm not sure, you know, when I put new floor in, I know kind of what I want. But I'm not sure where to break it because it's going to have to run through the kitchen, which puts it into an entryway, which mm. connects it to like a breezeway. So it's kind of like it, a whole thing. And then, yeah, where do I go to get it under the table? But then how do I break it before it goes to the 
living room and then down the hallway. These are complicated this is things. Quite the puzzle. You and just people, laid out. <laughs> people do struggle with that. You know, people with my situation, yeah, who have the same concerns or dislike of carpet in certain areas, they know what I'm talking about. They look at the area and try to figure out where's the best way to break it. Mm-hmm. And that's where I go with Johnson Carpet because I know they've got people who will help me yeah, lay it out designers. in a really nice manner too. And so that's probably what I'd go with if I went with them. I didn't choose them though. If I were to win, which I will not, I would choose Dean Veltman. Mm. Painting contractor extraordinaire. We've talked with him on the show. I feel like he understands me enough to be able to come into my house. <laughs> like you'd work well with him as a painter. Well, I'm more concerned about him working well with me. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm more concerned for his sake. I know I've got issues and idiosyncrasies and eccentricities. And I think he could handle all of that. He makes the cut. <laughs> Main thing important. is, I want my kitchen redone. You know, there was one of these projects on And you uh, don't want to do it yourself. Well, I certainly will. But if I won, I certainly yeah. would not want to. No, the kitchen is one where it, yeah. it interrupts, you know, your daily routine. Oh, yeah. I know how fast I work at things. It's just... I get distracted. It's hard. I've got a lot of things to accomplish. A lot of kids to make happy, accomplish their their little needs and goals. It would slow me down. Yeah. So, yeah, if I could bring somebody in and I could slurp on coffee while they're working, <laughs> I'd do that. I'd be all over that. I would feel so awkward. I oh, feel like well. I would have to, like, leave the house if someone oh, were working. I'd get over it. Yeah, I would struggle. I'd point out places that he missed. I'd be asked to leave I don't even like house. if like delivery people know that like I'm right inside. Like I feel like mm. Huh, that's strange. Seems like you've got some issues you should sort out. <laughs> All right, we've got a little bit left. Let's tick through some of the other places. Ayers basement systems. Neither one of us picked them not because they didn't have things for us, right. but because we had other more pressing things. If I went with Ayers, I would really seriously consider an egress window installation mm-hmm. to take a basement space that's really nice. I like it. It's even what you might even call a lower level space. Yeah, it's so finished step up down from there. basement and turn it into actual livable space down there. You know, turn it into a bedroom for somebody. Well, I mean, that increases one of the stinkier your children could go down there. Property value as well. Oh, and that would go up too. <laughs> Look at that. Stinky children, property value. Yeah, it's That's a great. win-win for everybody. No, I. It was honestly a toss-up between Johnson Carpet and Air's Basement for me because part of finishing the basement will require I insulate. The, the gap between mm-hmm. where the foundation starts and the wall begins. Yep. We've talked about that on the show before. And again, that's one of those things that's cheap enough where $1,000 would actually cover the full cost. Yeah. So that would be fun. So many different things. Lauren Figueroa, I'd, I'd do the design in a day thing. I'd mm-hmm. have her come. And what I'd have her do, you mentioned, you saw this on her blog, where she basically shopped one of her clients' homes. Right. Used everything they had, but just made it look good again. Yeah, like rearranged things, staged it differently. And it's amazing how different the room looked afterwards. Like, Without any money. Yeah, that's that's what I would do. I really like the without any money thing, but I still need her expertise to get me there. Right. Because I've already shopped my house once, and I've produced what I've produced. <laughs> <laughs> I would like somebody else to come in and actually make it worthy of being my home. I see. Yeah. Landscape design. I've got uh, a place in the backyard where we took out a compost pit. Mm-hmm. And I was always going to turn that nice little area. It's ringed by... Or, you know, yeah, bordered by cedars. Okay. So nice wind block. Yeah. It's, it's very private. And I was always going to turn that into a really nice space. And like almost everything, 
It's just a, something that I was always going to do and, and yet have not. have not. I'd love to bring somebody in and help me figure out what to do. Because most of my projects, the ones that I haven't tackled, it's because I hit a snag in the planning part and I'm not sure how to proceed. Sure. Yeah. Intelligently, you, you know, make the best decision. And I'd love to bring in an expert and help them help, have them help me. I'm not going to help them. They just cringe. They're, they're yeah. probably checking it off. Thank Please goodness don't. he didn't win. Thank goodness he's not choosing us. We don't need his help. I need their help to help me come up with something. Yeah, that's another one where I feel like I could really use their help. I've got so much shade. We've got so many trees. And our grass is just pathetic. I mean, <laughs> uh, I'd like shade, to know what to do. You know, if there are ways around Having a good yard with yeah, you're gonna those have to trees. just clear cut the land well, without <laughs> the tearing them all down. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so many different things, and then you know, Repcolite. Don't forget about that. I mean, a thousand dollars worth of paint would go a tremendous ways. Let's do my exterior. Oh man, you could do all kinds of stuff. Look at what a hundred and fifty dollars did in these different uh, customers' homes that were a part right. of the contest. Yeah, We've been looking at all their before and afters, and we've seen all kinds of change that's happened just from $150. Well, and you could use it towards wallpaper. Oh, man. Or, I mean, so many different things. Well, Haley, I think we have dragged as much out of that as we're going to get. I think it's time to go through and announce the winners. And I think we need to just go straight to the, the main winner yes. of the the main contest, right? Not the voters. This is from the nine different pictures. We always talked about being 10 pictures. There were 10 winners. We got nine photos back. And of those nine, we've got, do we want to give out the, just the winner? Do we want to go through so. the top three? Let's just do the winner. Just do the winner. The winner of that is Rich Tenelshoff in that kitchen redo. Number one was yep. the photo and the kitchen redo was huge. It guilted me. I'm not me. surprised. I no. feel like everyone loves a kitchen redo, and it was a dramatic difference between oak cabinets to nice white cabinets. Yeah. The space was completely different. Huge difference. A lot of people I know from the comments were feeling like I felt. You know, my kitchen could look mm -hmm. like that if exactly. Rich would come over and do some work. <laughs> so Rich Tanelsoff, big winner of the $1,000 prize package. Rich, you get to choose one of those companies we just tooled through. And pick a $1,000 package and have them go to work in your home. We will reach out via email and work something out. And honestly, we're going to give you a heads up. We're going to reach out and try to get you on the show, too. Yeah, Rich. Point. All right. So that's coming up. Let's go to the voters right? as well, you know, because we've got a number of voters. And let's start with the main prize there because price. we have a $1,000 prize for the voters. And that person is Cindy Perkins. Congratulations, so, yeah. Cindy. We will be reaching out to you as well, and you'll be able to pick just like Rich is going to pick. So that's a really big win. And then we've got three more winners, and these are the $150 prize winners. Yeah. And in no particular order, because there is none. It's all it's, random. Yeah. Carolyn Marie, Megan Redder, and Julie Roseboom. Say one more time. Julie Roseboom. That one's fun to say. Is <laughs> yeah, that why? I like it. Yep. Yeah. Carolyn Marie, Megan Redder, Julie Roseboom. You are our three winners for the $150 prize package from Benjamin Moore. Cindy Perkins, you won the $1,000 prize package. And Rich Tanelshoff, you were the big winner from our contest. So thanks to all of the folks out there who were yes. involved in the voting. Thanks to all our contestants who 
shared their projects with us. And thank you to our partners who made all this possible. Absolutely. All right. That's all the time we've got. We're going to wrap it up. If you want to catch this one again, you can find it online at repcolite.com. Whatever you do today makes your paints a part of it. The Repcolite and Port City Paint Stores are open until 3, waiting to help. I'm Dan Hansen. I'm Healy Johnson. Thanks for listening.